a Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better. Thank you for joining us in The Wellness Collective. I'm glad you're part of the collective. I think maybe we need some T-shirts made up, Nat Kringudis. What do you think? <laughs> maybe a, a tank top for wearing to the gym or while you're walking and listening yes. to your favourite podcast. With our heads on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You've got a pretty head. Thanks, so do you. Yeah. Well, as oh, long as we're we wearing lipstick in the picture, it's all we good. Can be, anyway, we're not going to torture anyone with T-shirts. I'm just not saying. yet. <laughs> hey, today, it's just you and me. We like that, And actually. we've entitled this episode, Where Have You Been and What Have You Seen? Mm-hmm. Now, it's really just an opportunity for us to have a little catch up because sometimes we get so caught up with our guests and planning ahead and all the things that we're doing here in the Wellness Collective that we don't get to catch up on the little bits and bobs that we've collected and along the way. sometimes before we start to record or when we just start recording, we have this really awesome conversation and then we're like, oh, that would be a good podcast. Yeah. And then we never do anything. No, so here we are. Okay. Okay. So it's just you and me. Mm -hmm. Shall Mm -hmm. we introduce our guest? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, full disclosure, what we were going to do uh, when we were delivering this episode is we were going to bring you a chat that we had with some lovely ladies. Hilarious ladies. Yes, from a podcast called Vicious Cycle. Now, um, they're called Meg, Megan and Kate and they're based in the US and you did an interview with them just a little while ago. Uh, And let's just play you a little bit of their theme song. So their podcast is actually a funny podcast about periods. And they came together because they were comedians and they realised they wanted to do a podcast and they didn't Well, know- they didn't know much about periods. Yeah. So I was originally on their podcast, one of their earlier episodes. It was such a funny experience. Like, it's truly hilarious. And so, yeah, that's how we met them. But I just loved how they were bringing this humour to a period. Yeah. And talking about it in a way that they truly at the beginning they had no idea what they were doing, <laughs> which is so funny. Grown women, I love it that we're still in this situation. Okay, so the reason that we're not bringing you the conversation with them is this: I'm doing something cheeky right now. You are. You're doing. Some... I'm going to send us live. Oh, okay. Cool. And if anyone's got any questions, they can answer them. So, sorry. Okay, what we did is we set up this interview with the girls from Vicious Cycle, and it just so happened that they were in three different houses in three different areas, and we were together. So there was five microphones and five women, a very big distance across the sea via satellite, Mm -hmm. echoes, uh, distortion, uh, all kinds of hoo-ha and stuff that meant that. And then also we had the tech guys in here trying to help us as well. (laughs) It was a disaster, frankly. (laughs) But... So there we go. That's why we're not bringing you that. But we will have a chat to you about some of the things that we spoke to them about, which was, um, they're talking about like the first time you had your period. That's one of the things that they talk about in their podcast quite mm, a bit. Mm-hmm. And about the shock that most women had about the fact that it didn't seem to be what they were expecting. No. But don't you remember your first period? I mean, I wrote, I write about this. This is the very first book, chapter yeah. of my book yeah. where I talk about how I truthfully 
hauled mum into the bathroom and said, take me to the doctor, there's something wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, why? And I said, well, there's something in my pants and it doesn't look right. Uh And she was like, well, can I see it? And I'm like, hell no. (laughs) And then she's like, describe it to me. And so I did. And she's like, you've got your period. I'm like, well, that's not what it's supposed to look like. I'm pretty sure you told me that I would, it's it's blood. Well, that's not what your first period looks like. No, no, not at all. It's like a cross between afterbirth and something else. Oh, (laughs) plum jam. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... I do think it's amazing, though, that um, there are so many elements. In fact, I was listening back to this audio that we had that was unusable, but I there's, <laughs> there's actually a little part of me that's quite glad that we didn't bring it to you because some of it was quite horrifying. But what it was did, horrifying? Well, this idea of talking about what's going on on your pad when you have a period <laughs> and discussing it with other people. Well, I mean, you know, part of me thinks we should be able to talk about this, but then at the same time with other bodily functions, you don't blow your nose and go, oh, my God, you should have seen the boogers that came out of my nose. Well, it was like reading tea leaves or a comic yes. <laughs> Read your pad. Read your pad. No, I don't think so. But one of the funny oh, things yuck. that we we uh, did touch on that made me laugh is we were talking about this idea of the first time you get your period and, you know, the sanitary pads that you're handed. And oh. when you're just a little person, right, you're like 11, 12, 13 years old, you, you, often quite a small person, and you're given a giant sanitary pad <laughs> to tackle this. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, right, when I got my period, which was quite some time ago, pads have evolved in this time. Oh, yeah. The pad that I got, those wings are revolutionary. My pad did not have wings, <laughs> I'm telling you. And that was what I did. I reckon for the first four days, I went to the bathroom every half an hour to make sure it hadn't done a backflip because those Slip things moved. <laughs> it was like up and down and <laughs> turning around and you'd go in there, especially if you'd like been running up and down the street or riding your bike and it had immigrated to somewhere. <laughs> it was in your belly button. <laughs> Dear, oh dear. Anyway, we will endeavour to get the Girls from Vicious podcast back on the Wellness Collective. Can we just also mention that they were were talking about what we call our period. Yes. And I didn't feel like I had many names other than they were really boring, like Aunt Flo, and Mm. they had some funny ones. You had a funny one. Yeah, I had a good one. What was it again? Up on Blocks. That's a good one. I'm up on blocks. I've got the giggles. I actually did some research into some other names and some of the ones that are from Germany and France and stuff are great, like um, Strawberry Time or <laughs> In the Red Forest, all kinds of wonderful things. In the Red Forest? Yeah, yeah. Cheapers. I know. It's fantastic. Okay. Anyway, check them out. Vicious mm-hmm. Cycle. They are quite funny and a little bit um, cringy if, you don't, if you're a bit Well, they have um, a period song. Squeamish. They do. They do. <laughs> and anyway. now you've had the pleasure of hearing that. So anyone that has a period song, you know. That's right. They've taken it to next level. Anyway. Now, what's been going on? What have you heard or seen in your travels in the last little while that's made you go, oh, oh this is changing my life? Oh, so we have a guest that we're still trying to pin down, mm. Lauren. Xander. Yes. We were gifted her book. She sent it to us. Yeah. And I started reading it. And maybe it did open up a can of worms because it looked, and I will obviously not give away too much because we're going to have her on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but it talked about how you've obviously got various areas of your life and how happy are you in those various areas of your life. Now, I'm a pretty positive, (laughs) happy-go-lucky, people say my superpower is problem-solving. Yes. I I do love a problem-solve. I do like coming to you with my problems. Well, I like to solve them. Yeah, it's good. Um, And so... 
it kind of profiled everything. I always look at life as just one big mishmash, right? <laughs> yeah. But it profiled things into, you know, job, mm. environment, home, relationships, blah, 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 blah. And when I broke it all down and I looked at that as a big long line and it looked at each of those things as a percentage as to how well I thought I was doing. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm doing that well. <laughs> really? And I was like, oh, because if you put it all together, I would say, oh, yeah, you know, living maybe 75% my best life. And I know there's people that would be watching because <laughs> we're live on Facebook, uh, sorry, live on Instagram, and there would be people watching and people listening, rolling their eyes, going, uh, I would love to be in your position. No, no, but it's your best life. Correct. It's my Which, best life. And can I just say, is one of my favourite terms of the year. I know, year. right? Yeah. Yes. Let's living just your best walk life, around right? living our totally. best life. Yeah. So, that really made me assess things and it's kind of really kind of done something weird to my head, which that tends to happen to me with mm-hmm. when I read something. Like yep. when I read words to me are something that are solid. Yeah. So if you say something to me. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but if I read it, it's, no, if you say something, that's what is. Yep. Like I just take that as being. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that very, very confronting, I guess, in the sense of looking at it going, ooh, I thought I was living 75% my best life, but if I pair it all back, maybe it's not. And and that's fine, but I had to do an exercise yesterday yes. where I had to basically say why I'm an awesome human being selling myself in dot point form oh, for gosh, something that I'm doing. Oh, that's so hard to do. But then if you list all the things that you've achieved, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, well. I've done some stuff. I've done a few things, mm-hmm. I guess. Um so, yeah, that's really, that's where I'm at at the moment. So I can't wait to get her on the podcast because that was, <laughs> get her to was a little bit herself. like, well, yeah, please explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a little bit, it's been a bit much and it's kind of, I need to finish reading the book, I think. I think you do. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about that too is, you know, you like words and you like the structure of being able to put it into an order, but doing it one way worked for you, but doing it the other way Absolutely. found quite confronting. Right. And that's the thing too. So I just think, yeah, but tr- truthfully to me, when I... When I read something, it changes part of my thinking. Mm. And there's been a few standout times in my life where I've read things and gone, oh, wow, that actually just shifted everything for me. Yes. I had one of those moments years and years ago when I was doing a customer service job and they sent us to do some training at this place in the city. And I remember one thing they said just stuck with me and it was like that light bulb moment. And it was that you can't change the way someone thinks about something and their approach. So you can change the way you react to them. Right. But you cannot change them. That's right. And yes. that was in a customer service kind right. of yes. set up. But that is something that stayed with me forever for everyone that you come across. Someone right. does something and you're like, mm, not really digging it, but there's nothing I can do to change it. So I'll just change the way I react. Right. Which as yes. a mother, maybe is sometimes not that crash hot, but that's okay. Um so I think, yeah, I know, right? We're waving to the people that are live on, watching us live on yeah, Instagram nice. at the moment. If, we would take some questions, actually, and yeah. answer them at the end. If anyone does have any questions, please do that. Now, one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about and uh, talking about people that are coming on our podcast episodes in the future, I'm not sure if we've nailed this one yet, but I'm just trying to find the book. We're just putting it out there. No, no, I have spoke, I have contacted her and she said yes, so that's good. We just need to find a time because she happens to be in London. Is this lovely lady, Laura Mucker, who has written this book called Love Factually, which is going to start playing. I'm going to show you. I've got it on my, I downloaded it onto my phone to listen to the book. It's called Love Factually, The Science of Who, How and Why We Love. 
Now, we got talking about this a while ago because I read this article in The Good Weekend about the science of kissing and about how there's all this biological stuff that goes on and the chemicals that are released into your brain and your hormones and all the stuff that goes on when, you know, and and let's face it, going around pashing people, I don't know if that happens a lot in your life, but I'd say for <laughs> most of us these days, it's kind of not something that happens hmm. in yeah, bucket I try, loads. I try, I try and hold myself back. <laughs> Yes, some, depending on the company I, I you, do, you're keeping. Yeah, I do try and hold myself back. But, you know, I am only human, so. Uh, well, this is true. <laughs> no, um, I'm not pashing people left, right and centre. No. keep talking. Good. So, but it got us thinking about this idea that let's talk about the science of what goes on when we love someone and stuff. Mm. And I stumbled across this book uh, in a bookshop and I was like, right, I've got to, I've got to listen to this. Now, Laura has done the most extraordinary amount of research it seems like she spent the last five years just like walking the earth, speaking to every single person she could come across about their experiences with love and relationships. Mm-hmm. And then she's compiled all this data and then <laughs> gone and done a whole lot of other research and brought together all this information about, uh, you know, what shapes us and why we would stay together with someone after infidelity um, or not. Uh, and the difference between lust and romantic love and companionship love and why as humans we, you know, gravitate towards different ways and sorts. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating stuff. Wow. And a big part of it that I heard in the last chapter was talking about this idea of the they. Now, the they is like, uh, what's expected of you. So like the cultural mm-hmm. kind of So it's pressure. like when they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, who is they anyway? Yeah, who is, mm-hmm. who is they? Who is they who is anyway? They anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this idea that that like the example that was given was the idea that if you are gay yet you feel that that's not acceptable in the culture that you or the community you belong in so you get married because the they say that's what's expected of you. Interesting. It's, so she talks about like, yeah, that's, when are we having her? Yeah, soon, soon. We've just got to tackle the time difference between. So she talks about like different types of, of love. Yes. So what did you say? Romantic love. So lust, first lust. of all. And who doesn't love a good dose of lust? Oh, yeah. I mean, let's Get think in there. about it. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's romantic love. Right. Which apparently there is, I was like, well, how do you work out the difference? Because sometimes... There's obviously the crossover because you need the lust before the romantic love. Yes. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about this idea that doesn't matter how old you are or what, whether you're in a relationship or not. Hi. Sean says, I love Cecilia. I love you, Sean. <laughs> I'm giving you kisses. Wait a <laughs> Yes, sorry. Thank you. I hope it's lust and not, not companionship love. Uh, but the, my friend was saying that she um, met a man in her travels while she was working. And she's happily married. And she said this guy came up to her and spoke to her at the event she was at and they zinged. What does you know, zing mean? You know, have you seen that kids movie Hotel Transylvania? Yes. Yeah, where they see someone and they zing. Oh. It's like, you know, that the electricity yes. you have when you meet someone yes. and you can't explain it. Yes. Yeah. And she wow. was like, it just happened. And, and she said, and then I saw him again <gasps> at another thing and it happened again. And she was like, what is that? What is that? That's why we need to get Laura on. Oh, my goodness, I'm fascinated. Explain this to us. Right. It's interesting because... (laughs) Well, keep you posted because I'm yet to get to the the biology part of the book, but it's it's really good. Recommend that one. So Love Factually, Laura Mucker 
I think, no, Mucha is how you say it, but it's M-U-C-H-A. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Wellness Collective. We do need to take a quick break because Cecilia and I could possibly talk underwater, but we will be back after this. We are here because, well, we decided to do an episode, just Mm, the two of us. Just to catch up. Just the two of us. Making music if we try. (laughs) Don't think that's the words. Who's now? Anyway, it's lovely to be here with you. We are for this also episode of the Wellness Collective cheekily live on Instagram whilst we're doing this. I know this is a. It's a, kind of fun. Um, it's making me nervous. Have we got any questions? What is the topic today? Came in late. <laughs> well, that's a good question. Mishmash is what I think <laughs> you would call it. Okay, no, we're talking about what did we decide to call it? We called it. What have you seen and where have you been? That's right, and we've just been talking about some of those things that we have seen and been, mm. which has been interesting. Clearly, I've been doing a lot of reading lately because here's the other book that I found at the library. Mind Gym. Didn't pay for it. <laughs> but maybe we could try and get Octavius on the show. Because I just I want think his, this on is there, quite it's a, a he, right? That's an impressive name. Mm. Uh, clearly, I was looking for some self-help when I went to the, <laughs> the library well, last we time. Always. Because I went and I found this book. And I, I must say that quite often, as you talked about with Lauren Zander's book, that you mm. start reading it and then you're like, yeah, I'm not it's, it's truly And then all of a sudden, has, you're hooked, right? Yeah, well, now I feel like I'm living a little bit ho-hum at the moment. <laughs> I need to read the rest of it, don't I? Yeah. It really did. It made me go, oh, oh, oh. Mm. Well, that's not really what you want. But then I don't you, think that was her intention. I think when an author writes a book, they want you to get to the end of it, not stop after the first two chapters. No, but clearly with most things in life, you have to go down and then you this go up true. again, right? I'm, so I'm good for that. I think you'll get to the end and you'll be going up. So this um, this Mind Gym book, it's called Achieve More by Thinking Differently. So I was like, okay, let's, let's see if we can give that a crack. Mm-hmm. And I'm always sceptical because you do fall into the habits of the way you react to things and all of that. And it takes an awful lot of effort to to turn that around. But there's a there's a chapter about procrastination. <laughs> and and I must say, I just it was like a light bulb went on in my life, right? So there's five, according to these guys, there are five types of procrastination. Now let's see which ones resonate with you. So the first one is complacency, which is it's not very difficult, so I can do it anytime. I won't take very long, so I'll fit it in later. I know what I have to do, so I'm already halfway done. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The second one, avoiding discomfort. I'm not going to enjoy doing this at all. This is going to take a really long time. It's really unpleasant, so I'll start another time. (laughs) That's me in the gym. Fear of failure. I really won't be able to do this properly. I've failed at this before, so I'm bound to fail again. It's a big step and I'm scared I may not be able to cope. Which, that just resonated with me so much. How easy is it to put things off because you think... No, I've, I tried that once before. Well, I can talk to this actually, yes, mm-hmm. because we've just, and I don't know if Sean's still on here, but we've just done a Women's Master Series and I put off the idea of putting something like that together for a really long time mm. for fear of A, not knowing how to do it and B, failing. Mm. Um, and, it, well, we did it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't fail. But I, I reckon here. I procrastinated for several years. But I think sometimes there's a natural time for things to happen too. So Absolutely. it's easy to beat yourself up about yes. things, isn't it? But Absolutely. then really if the timing isn't right mm. with anything, mm. then that's, that's not right. the right time to do yeah. it. Oh, so philosophical right. today. So the other ones, emotional barriers. I like this one. I'm too stressed, tired, excited to do this now. 
unload the dishwasher. I'm not in the right frame of mind. I'm just not in the mood to do this right now. Okay, yeah, that yeah, works. Totally. That's okay though. Emotional barriers, mm. procrastination. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I think I put that one into action quite a lot. Mm-hmm. This one I like too, action illusion. This one might be you. I'm very busy, so I must be making some progress. No one appreciates quite how much I've done. There's so much to do, I just can't stop. <laughs> Is that that's you? not procrastinating, that's doing stuff. <laughs> no, but it's being caught up in the idea of being busy oh. and therefore oh, not being I able hate. to take on other things. Okay, so here's the thing I have to be really, really clear about yes. is I don't actually... Now you're not a procrastinator. I don't. No, I'm not a. Pro- well, I no, I can be. I've got about four emails at the moment that I'm procrastinating on because they're going to be painful to write. But I really loathe the illusion of busy because mm. we're all busy. I think, mm-hmm. and some busier than others. But it would have to be the number one thing someone says to me. Oh my gosh, you're so busy, and I'm like. Okay, it really drives me. It really grates me. You're just good at juggling Procrastination balls. Procrastination has 54,000 unread emails and 170 voicemails. Come on, if that's Sean Townsend. Yeah, that's Sean again. Sending you messages, then he needs He's to- not sending messages. He's on the live here with us. He's he's giving us, Im- yeah, that is procrastination. Yeah. But the, busy, the idea of the busy, it's a- it's an illusion. Like, it's just a perception, right? Mm, mm. It's, but I don't know whether it is that we want to be busier. I think or we, so. Really? But I think we live in a, a society and a time where busy equates success. So if you're not busy, that means you're not doing enough. Therefore, mm. success is not going to come your way. Somebody else has just said the procrastination about... Um, Dripping the beds right now. Thanks oh, for keeping good. it real. <laughs> yep, that's me procrastinating yep, queen go and do it. I, in big bursts of action. Hey, but as women, yes. we do procrastinate at various times of our cycle too. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good to know. Mm-hmm. So, so we can blame it on our hormones. Well, you should be ready to just totally rock life around ovulation when you get this testosterone surge and you can like strip really, all the beds. <laughs> you're going to strip the beds once a month. <laughs> Ew. Um, right. Um and then in that phase when you're about to menstruate, it's certainly a time where you can just be not, kind to yourself, not actually. Not beds, watch no. some Netflix. Yes. Well, I watched two movies on Mother's Day. I know. I kicked the people out of the house. I love that that was your can Mother's say, Day here, to Can we have a little chat about Mother's Day before we probably have to wrap up? So... I generally live life with fairly low expectation, not because I'm like, oh, if I do that, then I'm not going to be happy. I just am like that. So you know when someone gives a movie review and they're like, well, that wasn't what I expected. I always think, I don't even know what I expected. <laughs> I didn't put any value on that. You I know didn't... what, though? You always enjoy the movie more when you have no expectations. Well, I, I just am one person that doesn't have mm. that, except for some reason now I've created some expectation around <laughs> Mother's Day, it oh, seems. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. So... For example, I woke up on Mother's Day and I Where's feel my like, breakfast in I just would like to know who is the day for? Mm. Is it for your mum? Is it for your children? Is it for your mother-in-law? Is it I get it's for the mothers, but on the actual day, it's is it hard. your day? Mm. Was your Mother's Day your day? Did you cook for five people? Like no. what? Good, right? We ate leftovers because I was like Brilliant. I'm not cooking. Brilliant. Right. So, I Got up and I cancelled. I had meetings scheduled Sunday morning. That often happens. I mentor um, people. And so I rescheduled those because I thought, oh, well, it's Mother's Day and that wouldn't be very nice. So I rescheduled all of those, not really remembering the kids had commitments. So everyone left the house anyway. And I was like, all right, well, I might as well go with them. 
fine. We got home. Um, I, granted, don't normally eat breakfast. However, it's Mother's Day. So I was like, well, it would be nice to sit with the family and eat breakfast. So plus, I've come out. Your stomach wouldn't have been growling for No, once. right? Like so that's good. I've come out to, you know, I'm cool to make my own breakfast. Mm-hmm. Although not it is one of those days you probably don't Mother's have day. to make your own breakfast. Well, okay. So I open the fridge and everyone's kind of making their own and doing whatever. There is one egg. <laughs> no bread, no milk, and one piece of cheese in the fridge. Now, I've been away, so granted, clearly the shopping hasn't been done in a way that I probably might do it. So I'm like, by the way, now I'm a bit like, hmm. Um, I was like, oh, did you not realise there's only one egg left? You couldn't make a cheesy egg Oh, did you want some? Mm, well, it's Mother's Day, so I kind of thought we were going to have breakfast. Anyway, so what was revolutionary about this is I'm quite the argumentative type usually. No, mm-hmm. can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was so disappointed. I was like, I, I looked at them all and I said, okay, I'm fine, but I'm actually going to go and I'm going to take my, I'm going to go do some groceries. I think that's a re- like, just let's just remove ourselves from this situation. Yep. Which was quite a new thing for me. It was no, quite but good. This is going back to the idea that you can't change the way right. people are behaving. Yes. You can just change the way yes. you are behaving to them. Right. So mm. then I got in the car and I was a little bit ho-hum mm. and I thought, I started driving and I was just here up Clarendon Street because we're on top of where I do my groceries. I don't know that though. No, I know that, but I'm just <laughs> I saying yes. I was on my yeah, way yeah. to here <laughs> and I kept driving past. Yeah. I was like, stuff this. I'm going to the city. Don't know why, but I'm going. And then I was like, I'm going to go and get it. Oh, that's right, because there was no milk. So I'm like, I'm going to go and get a coffee. From somewhere good. I'm going to go and have some gluten because that makes you feel better for about three seconds before you start having a rumbly tummy and can't stop breaking wind. And I'm just going to go and just see where that leads. And so I did that. Yeah. But anyway, point is I just removed myself from the situation. I went and had actually quite a nice time on my own. Yeah. And then I was actually able to tackle lunch really nicely. I was like, oh, yeah, lunch was actually fine. So Mother's Day was actually about just being by yourself. So then, well, I had lunch with the people and then... The people. We came home after lunch. The kids were driving me a little bit insane, at which point my husband said, all right, I'm going to take you to the footy, kids. Leave mummy for an hour or two. Yes, so you watched two movies. I watched. Drank a bottle of wine and got <laughs> takeaway. <much. laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes just doing something completely opposite to what you would normally do mm-hmm. is enough to just totally change your perspective on something. Yep, absolutely. I would never sit and watch a movie in the middle of the day. And you know the other thing about that is if you'd actually planned that out, you'd have been like, nah, I've got too many things I need I to do. I would have felt guilty. I can't do that all day. I would day. actually have felt guilty yep. Yep. that I wasn't with them. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the moral of the story is I think Mother's Day should be for you, the person. And, and take, for you to choose. Should, that's right, and we should take that control. Absolutely. And all just go and book ourselves into the day spa and let the dads be with the kids and the mums. Do it the next day, day, then it won't be so busy. I know, right? Hey, um, <laughs> I did want to just quickly, I remembered um, when we were talking about the procrastination, I remembered that the solution in this book here is to just tackle things five minutes at a time. So set a timer Oh, on your phone, there you go. five minutes. So when five that minutes. thing that makes you go, oh, I don't want to start it, oh, I don't want to do it, yes. strip the beds, put your five-minute timer on. Do it. And if you're not finished and you want to do more, five minutes more and do it in five-minute increments. And then you've started because half the time is, you know, you want to get started with things. It's good. Um, I love it. Before we do head off, one other thing that's happened in what have you seen, what have you read, where have you been, Brene Brown 
Oh. I didn't know Brene Brown was a thing. She was in the movie I watched, White yeah. Country, <laughs> starring as herself. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes, Brene Brown, love her. So a couple of weeks ago, a good friend of mine, Lisa, said to me, you need to go and watch this thing on Netflix. And I was like, yeah, okay, I do. So I went home and I watched it and I was like, this woman is like... Every- we have tried to get her on the podcast, you know Yeah, that. yeah, we'll try some more because <laughs> she's like more. the person you want as your best friend, your next door neighbour, your yes. mum, your auntie, yes. your grandma. Like she's Maybe just- even your lover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, depending on the day. <laughs> but seriously, if you have not seen Brene Brown's Netflix show, get on, have a look. You haven't seen it, have you? You should have no. done that on your, your Sunday afternoon. I was watching pleasure. her on Wine Country, which That's is a hilarious true. movie. So funny. I'm going to hang up from our friends that are watching us live. This has been fun. We need to know if we want want more of this, yeah. um, you could let us know in a review if you enjoyed that. Um, the reason <laughs> I want to do that is because I want to read a review and I can only do that if I get back on my phone. We've had a couple of reviews, which is so excellent. Thank you, everybody. We've had a few new reviews this week, yeah. but we've had one that says, Just Fab by Lauren Bessie. Mm. I love listening and can't wait for new episodes to come out. I have learned so much from you both and your guests and I can't wait to get in the car and listen or go on my walk. You talk about having your health and wellness people around you and we choose who we resonate with. Well, I choose you. Woo! Ah, that's a... Thank you. So lovely. I love being chosen. I know, right? We do love being we chosen. We choose you too. Yeah, totally. Chloe Madison Jade also gave us a five-star review and said, really enjoy this podcast. So much to learn. And it's always such a positive, fun and educational drive to and from work. Thank Great. you. I think it's the perfect, really, for most people, not you because you live about 37 seconds from where you work. <laughs> You're always <laughs> like, where are you? I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> That's because I live around the corner. Around the corner. I'm um, so envious after spending more than an hour in the car know, today thing. with no podcast. Well, please make Cecilia's drive in worthwhile by reviewing us so that we <laughs> yes. can yes. keep going. Yes, we can keep doing what we're doing. Um, we want to say goodbye. We want to thank everyone for listening and thank you for the reviews. And if you have some ideas of who you would like, I mean, we shared some of the ones that will be coming on the podcast soon. Uh, but if there's anybody you know personally whose story is amazing and you would like to share it, then just drop us a line. You know how to get in touch with us. I would like to ask one more question yes. to the listeners. Mm. If they've enjoyed this episode, because this is a little bit different from what we would normally do, and if they would like more of these, we can not every week, but no, no, every throw now these then. in the mix. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, but anyway, we'll let everybody get on with it. Evening, day, morning, whatever they're doing, we do <laughs> we do hope that this episode has left you feeling happier, healthier, and better. 